0: Brooke says.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome to Brook Talks America where we discuss politics and culture from an unapologetically conservative perspective each and every time. I'm your host, Brooke says conservative patriot, still very proud, proud, deplorable and columnist, which you can read on my website, brooktalksamerica.com or if you like. BtA radio.com. Connect with us on the Facebook, the interwebs, until we all get annihilated and nuked off there. I'm on Facebook, Twitter. It's all very easy, Brook Talks America or Brook Talks USA. If you have any questions or comments about the show, email me info at As I said, check out the website. If you'd like to partner with the show and be a sponsor and help keep this conservative voice on the air, go ahead and do that. And there's a donate button on the site if you want to just go that route. All is great. So you can also listen to archive podcasts of this show on my website. And I'm on Captain's America third watch every first and third Tuesday morning at 530 a.m. On this station, Salem Media Group, AM 860, The Answer. My podcast is available on iHeartRadio, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Podomatic, and a bunch of other ones that I don't even know, which is great. Uh, also, I have an app, which you can find in the Play Store. So my article did go up this week. It was uh, Woke. Corporate fascism, Democrat allies tyrannize America. And if you're a conservative, likely you've had at least one account nuked on social media, right? Twitter, they're going crazy again. Uh, Fog City Mitch just got kicked up. So make sure you check it out on the website. Um, whatever the le- This is the reality. Whatever the left calls you is what they are. They are fascists and bullies who discriminate. And you should say that to them every chance you get. They think they're righteous and virtuous. They're not, they're bullies. Okay, they're cruel and inhumane and they're bullies. And you should also demand that your elected representatives, and I use that term in air quotes, shut down 230, okay, so that they can be liable to lawsuits for discrimination against conservatives. Uh, Just a little reminder that for four years, the left said the election of 2016 was stolen and that Hillary Benghazi Clinton actually won, and not a single one of them had their accounts shut down. Just saying. Oh, and fire all of the useless Republicans and elect people like Joe Kent of Washington's third, as I said I, when I had him on. He's the template. So let's get to the jelly. My guest today is our good friend Ron Edwards who you've heard on the show before. Ron produces and hosts the Edwards Notebook an award winning syndicated radio commentary. He's heard via the Edwards Notebook on over 200 radio stations on Captain's America Third Watch and is also a raider, regular contributor to the Captain Matt show here on AM860 The Answer every Tuesday and, fi- and Thursday at 5 o'clock for the early risers AM of course. He He's also a columnist on various platforms, including his website, theronedwards.com. You can hear him on mojo50.com and iheartradio.com, which he says is easier to get to. So with that, I'd like to welcome you to the show, Ron. Thanks for coming on.
2: Thank you. I'm glad to be here.
1: Yes, it's, absolutely. It's an yep. Absolutely. And so in advance, I know you are not a mother or a birthing person, but I want to wish all of them... <laughs> I want to wish all of the mothers a happy mothers day, not a happy birthing or spawning people's day. Ron, what is the craziness?
2: It's just that it's the craziness. <laughs> it's the ridiculousness of uh I don't know, they they try to they're trying to I don't know reverse the concept of identity of anything.
1: Yeah. It's crazy he- you saw Cory Bush on uh on the <sighs> Congress today uh, this week? No. Uh-uh. You missed it. I watch it so you don't have to. This is Thank craziness. <laughs> so there's a lot of going on that I want to speak with you about, much of it atrocities committed by Democrats and their voters, of course. Um I want to get into this, you know, I know you know about it. This is something that's being talked about. And it it I know people that actually don't care or they don't think it's a problem. I happen to think it's an incredibly Serious problem, this critical race theory stuff. You know, this was already going on and brewing before the George Floyd situation. And again, I want to back up a little bit because remember when they called people like you and me, oh, you're just conspiracy theorists. Obama is not he's not racist he's not anti-white he's not a communist or a Marxist and we got in trouble for saying that and some people got kicked off you know John McCain did not want to talk about that he shut it down when people asked him about that right Obama is a communist yes Do you agree
2: okay absolutely
1: yes and everything you know the the country has always had issues, obviously. And, and you know, even though after the civil rights legislation, there were issues, we worked them out as best we could. And by the way, it was Democrats who fought against that. It was a Democrat who fought and had the longest filibuster against the civil rights legislation. Right. For all the people that are listening that don't understand that because they don't teach actual history in school. But he race relations we're going in a positive direction because we always strive to be better. He has set us back 50 years with race relations, and I believe it's 100 percent on purpose. What do you think about that?
2: Well, yes, the history repeats itself. Race relations, every time race relations are in, are improving in this country, there's some Democrat that pops up <laughs> and sets things back decades that happened in the early 19. 19- Wait wait a minute. Yeah, the early 1900s, uh, heading towards the 1920s, uh, race relations were actually improving. Most people don't believe that, but they were. And then came along Woodrow Wilson and Birth yeah. of a Nation. Yes. In the 1970s, racism was uh, dying a natural death. Uh, you had super groups like uh anyway, I want to get to those personalities, but things were changing, and then you had the angry movement uh, the popularity of people like Jesse here where's the Canberra Jackson and uh Al Winbag Sharpton and people of you know the uh, the race pimps
1: the mail order reverence
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that
0: <laughs> yeah and
2: and so now you you have it once again. Uh, Ali Obama comes up on this, comes up and uh, race relations are being set back. But it's being perpetuated now, long term, via the media, via, via many people, uh, especially on the left and in the, the Rhino ranks as well. But particularly in the Democrat Party, it is being purposefully set uh, in motion to to uh, decline as part of the effort to. It's, it's called a wedge issue. Racism unto itself is not the the most huge problem that we have to deal with in this country by any stretch of the imagination. But it is a great, great wedge issue. It is something that you can take up a lot of time with. For example, in college, on college campi throughout the country, you get students worked up and emotionalized over these kinds of issues, and you avoid having to truly educate them. So you have a a, a bunch of undereducated activists young energetic activists running around complaining about and being involved in these in an issue that in unto itself is not even a big deal in the grand scheme of things and it keeps them away from the focus of what's really destroying this country Mm -hmm. and it's all by design it's 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 um it couldn't work though it could not work If people were properly educated and given critical thinking, they would figure it out on themselves. Wait a minute. You know something? That just doesn't jive well. It worked for me. We had good education in in, in our schools and and things I was not – they were not able to sell me um on the race issue even if i saw incidents i re i was intelligent enough to understand hey wait a minute that's not the real big issue here these people are trying you
1: also had a good father who taught you about that oh dad
2: was great dad was oh my god dad was wonderful he was the the best uh he was the first individual who taught me about how great this country is even before any of my educators. Uh, so, yeah. And, it, and see, Brooke, it starts at home. What foundation are these parents putting into their children? We can all point at all the government school teachers and the, the politicians and all that. But if you're not given it some kind of foundation, you're going to not only depart from the truth, but you will never, ever get back or get onto the the, the right track because you don't have a foundation to, 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 to uh, go back to. Many people have given, been given a foundation at home, a proper foundation, and they become wayward in their teenage years and during the college years. But if you give them that foundation, right. even the, the Bible says they will not permanently depart. They eventually come back to that truth. They have something to refer to. But now parents are all liberal, too. Mm-hmm. And you've got people like uh, even my wealthy neighbors who have Black Lives Matter signs in their, in their, in their front yards to this day. The white because, neighbors. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. White liberals love that. It's the biggest virtue signaling sign ever. But, <laughs> you, you know, I um, so this is happening in schools. Right. And I, I know people yep. that don't think it's really a, a problem. But and uh, the in the Pentagon, there's a guy named Bishop Garrison, which I'll be getting into more with Colonel Jim. So I don't want to get too much. But my opinion, you know, and you and I have talked about this a lot. Um, I think that it's because the Democrats know that the jig is up for them not maybe 50 percent or something, but all they need to lose is five percent or 10 percent of the black vote. And they're going to be in serious trouble. The most loyal voters, black voters for Democrats are both angry with them. And you can see some of this online, even even people like Charlemagne coming out, um, Umar Johnson telling the truth about what they're doing. They're, you know, pandering for illegals and stuff, but breaking, you know, they're breaking their promises left and right. And I think people are mad. and, And it's, They know it. And so they know that in order to keep people sort of, you know, exercised over the stuff that really doesn't affect them personally and is really not the macro big issue, because if you think about it, Black Lives Matter actually is causing more black deaths. You know, I personally think, you know. As wicked as I think Democrats are, I think it's actually what they want. But putting that aside, because that's, you know, that's an uh, an argument that makes people roll their eyes because they're like, oh, there she goes again. But it's because they need to keep people exercised in order to keep them voting. And what's coming up in two years is another election. So if you know that people are getting mad at you and that they're going to be leaving you, what are you going to do? You're going to do everything you can to say, oh, look at that guy. Even though you are the party, the Democrats let us refresh. Okay. Party of segregation, party of slavery, party of starting a war and causing almost a million people to die to to you know keep slavery. The hoses, the chains, the the dogs, the whips, the hangings, the burnings. That is the Democrat Party. Okay. but they, somehow they have a Stockholm Syndrome, you know, that they've been able to get away with it and say, oh, no, that's not me. That's the other guy. But, no, it is them. But we have to come on a break. So I want to hold that thought because I want to get back with um, something along that line. You're listening to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with the awesome Ron Edwards of the Ron Edwards Notebook. And we will be right back after the break.
0: More Brooke Talks America coming up.
2: Yet another example of how unbridled open border policies can destroy a nation. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, the United States and Canada are not the only two major nations foolishly allowing illegal border crossers to funnel into our countries and do whatever the heck they want to do. Even more asinine is forcing taxpayers to pay for food, housing, education, and anchor babies. France also has for years proudly welcomed in millions of Islamists, hell-bent on literally destroying the very culture and traditions of France, including the one-time civilized nature of beautiful cities like Paris and Nice. Every single day, roving bands of mostly Islamic invaders rape, rob, pillage, and set fires to French businesses and automobiles at some street intersections invaders with long sticks whack motorcyclists across their faces causing some to crash and sustain serious injury without even getting punished. French president Macron, like Biden and Canada's Trudeau, prefer to cater to invaders at the expense of his own beautiful country and culture. My fellow Americans, we have a huge war to win. Let's do this. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com.
3: Ron Edwards, the new voice of America.
0: Welcome back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Check out the blog at brooktalksamerica.com. Here's Brooke Says.
1: Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Ron Edwards. So, Ron, you know, to that issue, uh, the cop who shot Rayshard Brooks in Atlanta, he has been reinstated, um, although apparently, from what I understand, he's still being charged criminally. I want you to listen to this clip from Candace Owens on Tucker, and then we'll talk about it.
3: Now, one of the people who's been very direct about this case and fearless on it from day one has been Candace Owens. Here's what she tweeted last summer, quote, Rayshard Brooks ran away from cops with a stolen taser, which he attempted to fire at cops. Black Lives Matter doesn't care about facts, so let's burn down Atlanta, end quote. Candace Owens is the host of Candace. She joins us tonight. I'm always reminded, Candace, by why certain people <laughs> want to make you be quiet, um, and it's, it's tweets like that. So what do you, do you feel vindicated by this decision to reinstate uh, the officer to the force in Atlanta?
4: No. Uh, you know, I'm actually disgusted by this decision because it should have never happened in the first place, right? I would feel vindicated if this officer was never arrested, if this officer never lost his job. That would be vindication. What has happened here is, is, is something that everybody should be angry about and upset about. All it took was two eyes and an ounce of morality to call out what actually happened in this case. This officer acted and demonstrated a high emotional acuity. He went from trying to peaceably, peacefully arrest somebody, he was so kind, in the full video he calls him sir, and then this guy, in the middle of the arrest, shakes him off, tackles him and his partner to the ground and grabs a weapon and sprints away. He doesn't even know if his partner is okay. He's chasing this guy on foot, putting his own life at danger, and the guy turns around and attempts to fire a weapon at him. In that moment, It's am I going home or is this criminal going home? People forget that police officers are fathers, they're sons. They have homes, they have families to go home to. In this instance, he acted correctly across the board. And what happened, the worst part of this, Tucker, is that the mayor has come out. Keisha Bottoms has come out and spoken about why he was fired in the first place. You want to know what she says? She says because if we hadn't fired him instantly in that moment because it was following George Floyd's death, it would have represented a public safety crisis. Essentially what she's saying, Tucker, is... We were scared, so we had to fire him because the mob was outside. It is a complete and utter act of cowardice that we are talking about. And the mayor knows that she did something simply to please the mob. And guess what? She's right. She is correct. Had they not have fired him instantly, her city would have burned for weeks on end. But what does that tell you about the state of America today? What does it tell you when a mob can demand something, even if it's not justice, and they give to them just to keep the peace? I'm disgusted with the decision all across the board. I wish I could say that I feel vindicated, but I don't, because right. Right now what is happening is the corrosion of values, the corrosion of ethics, and we're allowing criminals to run the streets. And nobody has has the gall to just call out what this is. This is not about Black Lives Matter. We need to protect our police officers.
3: Well, what you described is is the collapse of the criminal justice system when mobs get to tell mayors who gets fired and charged. I mean, that's kind of the end of civilization. Qu- quickly, do you think if we didn't know the race of either the police officer? Or Rayshard Brooks, that this would have even have been a story.
4: Of course it wouldn't have been a story. We already know that by rate white white Americans are killed more often by police officers and we know that by rate police officers are 18 and a half times more likely to be shot by a black man than the other way around. Nobody cares about the facts. Hispanic men are killed more often by police officers. We only hear about it when it is a black man that is killed by a police officer and in almost virtually every instance that black man is representing some threat to the police officers, but the facts don't matter Tucker, the feelings do in this circumstance.
1: Now I know you have seen the video and uh, the fully the full video, thankfully, on that came out at the time. So it's not like George Floyd situation where Ellison purposefully kept put the worst part out, even though they had the whole tape. Thankfully, on the video of Rayshard Brooks, it was shown right away that it was very obvious under the circumstances that the cop was right. And Candace laid it out really well. Needless to say, the Wendy's still burned down. Black owned Wendy's. Right. And I might add that the woman who called on Rayshard Brooks was also black. Why is it that the left only elevates black criminals? How is that helpful to anybody?
2: Well, you know, it's not helpful to anyone. And the reason why they elevate uh, black criminals and uh, look the other way when certain things happen is because that is what they want. They want black-on-black black destruction. They want people to be in the state that they are in this country. They're not. The black community right now is set back um, through through self-destruction. It is uh, aided and abetted by white liberals and leftists who continually t- to to agitate the situation, to point out the blacks that they're nothing more than victims, and that the police are your enemy. America's your enemy. In- and you are just going to be miserable you are to be miserable and angry yeah and so therefore you have no uh recourse but to be destructive but the thing is they're destructive to themselves and long before this mad 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 focus on the uh, the cops in order to create this division between the, the police officers and the black community, blacks were bumping each other off in record numbers more than wars, yeah. Yeah. more than more than wars and rumors of wars around the world. And this has been called in
1: one uh, year, more black on black deaths than the entirety of the uh, Afghanistan and Iraq war. It's astonishing.
2: And- and, and and each year, more blacks are bumped off by other blacks than the mm-hmm. entirety of the history of the KKK, yes. believe it or not. So when, when, when I am confronted by individuals about the racism of this country and what they've done and what they continue to do to, to blacks, especially when they get into the physical realm, when I present them with, with historical facts, one of two things happen. The very few minority of them say okay and uh, they look at the facts and they say wow you know i thank you for opening up my eyes but the majority of them are so baked in to the bitterness and are in agreement with the destruction of this country they don't care about the facts Mm. they they, in fact in some cases they don't want to know they don't want you to know they don't want anyone else to know because they have officially joined in the effort to destroy this country. Why is it that you think, uh, why would you think otherwise that, um, for example, black leaders, the leftist ones, they're all Mm. in favor of open borders. They know as as well as you (laughs) and I know that it's destructive to not only white, but black workers.
1: Specifically, yes. Specifically young black men.
2: Yeah, well, they're also trying to wipe out uh, white workers too. That's why, That's This This is a slick one here, uh, uh, Brooke. They're paying all these white people and black people to stay home mm-hmm. just enough to have them have them a little bit more money than if they were to go back to work. So mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen while they stay at home, making have with their little stipends. That's why they're bringing in all these illegal yep. border crossers. And suddenly you're going to see them in the restaurants and in the factories, the, the few factories we have remaining,
1: yep.
2: and the warehouses and all of that, and these, 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 the lower-rung um, jobs. And then these white people are going to want to go back to work because then they're going to – the government's not going to be able to afford to continue to pay all these people. That's going to come to a halt. They're going to be out of work. These illegals are going to be working, and this is all by design.
1: Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Tucker talks. It change the demographic. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people talk about it. Change the demographic, and you you change the election. And Democrats get power, you know, because yes. it takes at least one one, if not two, generations for the uh, illegals to become, you know, citizens and, see, and then assimilate.
2: And see, Democrats don't care about what they have power over. For example, wherever Democrats remain in power, it becomes a pile of rubble. Yeah. And what they've done to the black community, the Democrats want to do Sick. to America as a, a, at large. And so it's about power no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Demo- for example, Detroit was the wealthiest city in the world. In the 1950s -hmm. when they took over in 1962 when they i think his name was mayor kavanaugh democrat within seven years they had the largest urban riot in american history still remains the largest um and then you you know the rest of the story about the destruction of detroit every major city where where democrats rule the only one that escaped that until now was new york because new york was such a great unique entity that it could not be destroyed at least i thought it couldn't be until the blah blah came oh my gosh yeah the scandemic
1: yeah well i have to say and then we're going to change the subject a little bit but uh i have to say that the mayor uh the guy the cop former cop who's running for mayor i think he's actually going to win and that'll be very interesting because he's a black democrat talking about law and order and cracking skulls and i love That, because that city is a nightmare for the people that are living there. The marauders, the Democrat marauders are just destroying it. so sad. People are just getting, you know, beat up and everything. So I want to change a little bit to the coronavirus, which is the rash that won't heal. And the um, Jim Jones, (laughs) I mean, um, Fauci. Yeah, everybody needs to read my article about that. So you're from Michigan. And it came out this week that the cyborg of Satan and Pelosi, (laughs) mini me, Whitmau, I call her Whitmount. I know you call her Witchmer. She flew to Florida in a private jet at the same time she's saying for people not to travel to, wait for it, Florida. So she trashes Florida on MSDNC and our awesome Governor DeSantis and then comes here and doesn't let anybody know. So I know you have some thoughts really quickly on that.
2: <laughs> well, Witchmer is the, one of the biggest hypocrites of all time. Uh, she has been shutting this state down. Yeah. Um, I, 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 every time I, 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 I see a new development in her effort to, to, to tie us down, to tether us to our homes, I have to get up and face Cleveland and apologize. For all the yes. complaints I used to have about Cleveland and Ohio uh, before I yeah. left Ohio, I have to apologize because Ohio is purport, you know is is open uh, to a great degree compared to Michigan and the economy there is growing blah blah blah, and we're shut down man it's like Siberia it's unbelievable. Siberia it is yeah. it's horrible and the potential of of Michigan is being squandered yeah. and a lot of people uh, like myself and and others uh, we are gearing up to leave we're we're getting the hell out
1: well I don't know it's, where it's, the patriots it's over. I don't know where the Patriots are in Michigan. Y'all need to just go and get her The
2: Republican Party, the Republican Party in Michigan is sick. It's a sick dog as far as I'm concerned. All over
1: the country, I can tell you for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so we have a little bit of time left. I want to talk about this. I know that this makes you as angry as it did me. The 70th National Day of Prayer Mm. was supposed to be held this week. And I know you're a Christian. And the so-called Catholic ice cream, Nancy canceled it. (laughs) I mean, but here's the thing, you know, what makes me just as angry is that there were no marches of Christians and conservatives about it. Okay. We don't, we didn't break anything or burn anything. The left does that and they gain territory. Okay. They get stuff by behaving badly. We follow the rules and lose territory. Right. We're going to high road ourselves straight to communism because it's not fair. And so we say, oh, we just complain about it on social media. Oh, we didn't have the National Day of Prayer. Boo hoo hoo. But what are you going to do about it?
2: I you know, Brooke, (laughs) you're you're talking my language here. I have for decades, for many, 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 many years, more than I care to admit. I've tried to tell my fellow conservatives and uh, fellow uh, Christians That We've got to start boxing the ears uh, of of the uh, leftists. And I don't mean just physical so much, but I'm talking about even intellectually.
1: Right, but we have to be – why aren't we on the street? Why weren't there people on the street in D.C.?
2: I'm I'm going to explain this. Our side has been wimpus americanus Mm -hmm. apologeticus for decades. When I have said we need to become more active and more forceful in our demands for liberty – and all the de- blessed derivatives of liberty, I have been told basically to shut up, especially by the Republicans here in Michigan, that I, you're, you're too conservative, Ron. You're yeah, too, we get that a
4: lot.
2: You're too involved, blah, 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 blah. And I say, well, okay, well, fine. Guess what? Things are done your way. It's going to continue to get worse. You can sit there, and as I told people before the election, leading up to the election, after the election, when we kept getting these fake dates Well, this is going to turn around this, that and the other. I tried to keep up. And, you know, I, 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 you know, I tried to keep up a very positive uh, attitude concerning the election. This is going to happen. This is going to. And I just had to quit and admit what I was really thinking to some of these people because whenever I would tell them the truth quietly what I was really thinking, even on mm-hmm. January 6th when I was in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. with these people were talking about, well, this is going to happen on the 19th. And I would yeah. start it to tell people, you know what? Because we didn't fight well enough. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen. And I hate to tell you this, and I would say this privately to people. We're going to be dealing with this stuff. Until the next election. And if we don't turn around and clean up what happened with this election, we're going, it's going to be deja vu all over again, over, yeah. over, over, over again. And so they said, you know what they said to me, Brooke? Guess what they did? They turned around and me, uh, turned on me and said, well, you're just not exhibiting faith. And I told them, I said, you know what? You know, what? I said, Don't
1: even get me started. I said, you're, yeah.
2: you're, you're being a Christian dumbo.
1: Yeah. I
2: said, God is listening to our prayers. But you know what? When he, when Jesus went back to heaven, he threw back the keys of authority to us mm-hmm. and we are to exercise that authority. We had the example with the founding fathers, with the 3 million people that were involved with the, 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 the breaking away from the British empire. We're going to have to get a little more active
1: yeah. and
2: however active that, 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 you know, leads to that's up to the situation. But all I'm saying is that we've got to become more bold. God does not like wimps. He does Mm -hmm. not. He doesn't. he, He doesn't.
1: No, and, and I say as... he's watching. He's watching what what Christians and conservatives are willing to do for their liberty. I'm sorry. He's not. You know, God helps those who help themselves. We are. Yes. Co- we. I wish we had more time. We always like to. But well, we always end up do uh, packing in as much as possible. So yeah. where can people find you? I know you got nuked off Twitter. Are you back on yet?
2: No, not yet. And I haven't okay. even tried to get back on. Okay, What's your Facebook uh, page? Uh, my Facebook page is a couple of them, Ron Edwards, my regular page. Then you've got the uh, the Friends of the Edwards Notebook and also the Ron Edwards Public Figure page. You can also catch the Ron Edwards American Experience Talk Show. That's 3 p.m. Sundays through Fridays on Mojo 50, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, uh, terrestrial outlets around the country. And also the weekend edition of the Ron Edwards American Experience is, is heard on the Nevada Talk Radio Network and elsewhere.
1: All right, great. Well, thanks so much for coming on and we'll see you next time.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for for the invite.
1: You're listening to Brook Talks America. I'm your host Brooke Says, and we will be right back after the break.
0: More Brook Talks America coming up. Are you Welcome back to Brooke Talks America with Brooke Says. Wow. Connect by Twitter at Talks America. Here's Brooke Says.
1: Welcome back to Brooke Talks America. I'm your host, Brooke Says, here with Colonel Jim. And for the new listeners, Colonel Jim is the former Deputy Director for Intelligence at U.S. Central Command, served on the White House National Security Council, currently is the Florida uh, Hillsborough County, Florida GOP chairman taking all kinds of heat from the Rhino because he's an ardent conservative. And I always like to mention this. He's the first retired military officer in Florida to endorse Trump. We are still 100 percent MAGA and America first. Are we not, Jim?
5: Yes, we are. Trump is still our president.
1: Yes, yes, yes. And so what do you have in the Colonel's Cup today from Stocking Mill Coffee?
5: This is another really good blend. It's called Bayonet. It's really good, Um, just like the just like the other ones we've had. I I I love this one too, and it's 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 giving the other one a run. And I've I've drank a lot of it. No
1: pun intended. It's giving Midnight Run a run for its money. It's
5: giving Midnight (laughs) Run a run. He, they have got some really good coffee they're doing a great job
1: yes well they are serious there it's not just that it's veteran owned he's a grain brewery. it's not just that it's great patriotic stories with great visuals and everything they're very serious about the coffee so check out stocking Mill coffee for what they have going on there and we will try the next ones as they come along so a lot of stuff going on jim just as Literally, I used to always think that once Trump was elected, the first time I could relax, haven't relaxed once he was elected the second time I could relax, haven't relaxed because, of course, you and I agree that they stole it. But um, it's just never ending pandemonium. So you are, you know, obviously, military officer colonel. And this is some stunning stuff. I mean, all of the stuff that's going on in the country about critical race theory. But this Bishop Garrison in the military is really you know that special forces guy uh he was also on this critical race theory stuff he got actually relocated he should have been taken out completely but you know they're really infiltrating the military with this what's he doing
5: yeah this guy garrison has been around a while he is notorious notoriously uh stuck on critical race and his mission is to target MAGA uh, within uh, the Pentagon, within the military ranks. He's going to go after and identify the Trump supporters, the MAGA, the conservatives, and I don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going to make sure uh, these individuals are, are removed or sequestered somewhere else uh, or made to retire early. And at the same time, for new people coming into the military, they've got a whole program where they are going to uh, look at their social media and they're going to make a determination on, you know, their status or whether they can serve. So what we're seeing is a total ideological change of what people have to believe. Mm -hmm. This is about telling you, you have to believe this or else you cannot serve in the military. And it's not about, patriotism the flag america this is about radical left ideology it is it's
1: about a- believing in racism
5: absolutely <laughs> and and they've identified when you read through uh the plan that he put together and and he's he's actually created what is called the countering extremism working group mm-hmm. that's his organization within the pentagon and they are doing all kinds of evaluations and analysis of people to determine whether they are fit to serve. And if you're not a radical leftist, if you don't believe in critical race theory, if you don't believe that people who served uh, in the past are no longer fit, this is really bad stuff. And Americans yeah. need to wake up and realize what's going on because we're not going to have a military anymore, let alone all the other uh, social... Mix- social experimentations that went on during the uh, Obama administration. Mm -hmm. They're going to be bringing that back coupled with this. God help us. I I really mean that.
1: Yeah. He started right away saying trannies could serve in the military. Like, you know, it's, it's not a social experiment, kill people, break things, the job of the military, big, hard, fast. Okay. So I don't really, but you know, you were in the CIA. I want you to listen to this quote, to this audio, on wokeness, this is like mind blowing. Listen to this clip.
6: I am a cisgender
4: millennial who's been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. I am intersectional, but my existence is not a box checking exercise. I am a walking declaration, a woman whose inflection does not rise at the end of her sentences, suggesting that a question has been asked. I did not sneak into CIA. My employment was not and is not the result of a fluke. Or slip through the cracks. I used to struggle with imposter syndrome. But at 36, I refuse to internalize misguided patriarchal ideas of what a woman can or should be. I am tired of feeling like I'm supposed to apologize for the space I occupy rather than intoxicate people with my effort, my brilliance. I am proud of me. Full stop.
1: You know... There's there's already been one. So you have that one that's for a woman. Obviously, she has mental issues right in the CIA. OK. And then there's another one that's out about a gay guy who works for the CIA library library. You know, I shudder to think what the next video is like you are in the CIA. What you know, have you talked with your friends about this? What do they think? And then, you know, I know you get uh, you get a little bit miffed sometimes because people want to paint it with a broad brush like I think a lot of people are doing with the FBI now. Right writ large because of the people that are operating uh, under the Obama junta. But what are your feelings about the CIA?
5: Well, you know, the CIA from my experience over, over 30 plus years uh, and knowing the people who I worked with, you know, you have to know the people who you work with and you have to know what their, what their mindset is. You have to know what their, uh, what their patriotism is about. And like any, um, Service that, you know, whether it's the military, whether it's law enforcement, whether it's the intelligence community, people join because they want to serve, protect, defend, whatever it is, this country, the, the, the citizens of this country, and they're and their loyal patriots, and there are still loyal patriots at the CIA there are people who are put in place who are what are are known as political appointees that the administration's put in, whether it's the Obama administration, the Clinton administration, the, the, the Trump administration, and they bring in people who have ideological differences, whose ideas are either to change the organization fundamentally from the standpoint of what, what is the belief system? What is, what is the ideology? And they have brought in people under the Biden regime that are there for no other reason but to destroy the organization from within. Mm-hmm. You know, just like that video showed th- uh, the woman and what she stood for. That that was total narrative driven. They That video was made for a purpose. Mm-hmm. It was made to give the impression that the Biden regime wants as well as several of the others and we're going to be seeing these you know going back to the Pentagon coming out of the military as yep. well but the it does not represent they,
1: already a, they already had a they already had a picture of the navy brigade or something the all gay flying Exactly. No, the Air, the, yeah the, no the all gay navy pilots or something like that you know like, this is is that relevant you drop bombs or not drop bombs that's all i care about
5: Yeah, this 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 is the left narrative. It's about uh, destroying morale. It's about destroying uh, capabilities. that's what it's all about. Their their goal is to diminish the capability of the U.S. military, the intelligence community, because this stuff is going to go on in the other intelligence agencies, uh, and in fact, it is going on, and it's all being done based on the people who they put in. You know, this the CIA stuff started under Clinton, and I I can I can validate that um, pretty pretty clearly. Um, and it went on even during the Bush 43, not to the ex- extreme that it has gone on during the Obama and now the Biden regime. And it's, it, you know, our adversaries are, are laughing at it. Oh. The Chinese and the Russians are laughing. They are.
1: I wrote an article about
5: that. btaradio.com Check it out. <laughs> and but but they know that. The Russians know this. This was part of their plan. This is part of the Chinese plan to change the narrative, to get this kind of thinking internally. You know, Khrushchev said back in 1961, we'll destroy you from within, and this is what they're doing. This is what they're doing across the board, not just within government, but they're doing it in the schools, obviously, critical race theories in the school. This is their plan, and I keep saying to people, you need to pay attention to what's going on. You need to wake up because... They're rapidly eroding our country, and we're not going to have the country left that we grew up under. And and the biggest problem in America is we have complacency. We get Mm -hmm. too comfortable with things, and we always look back on, well, the U.S. will always fall back on its feet if there's a crisis or a disaster. No. Not anymore. This is happening right before their eyes, and I guarantee you most people don't realize it. No,
1: no. And I was, you know, I have a I have a good friend and I was having an argument with him. It's like he doesn't see it. I keep telling him, I'm like, it's right in front of your face and he doesn't believe it. So I don't really know. They're even on Republicans. They don't believe yeah, it. You absolutely. know, I know you get you take a lot of heat for using the word communist. It's like, I'm sorry, dude, they're communists. But I want to play this. This was just stunning. There's another uh, clip of, regarding the, the uh, DOD. This is Austin in his, you know. Obama was like too cool for school. I mean, I, I don't, you. I use the word cool in air quotes because he was just annoying. I think he was just so arrogant. But this is like this laissez-faire, too cool for school, talking about the China missile. Listen to this clip.
6: What is the uh, latest estimate of when and where this Chinese rocket will come down? Do you consider it a potential threat to the U.S.? And do you have a plan for shooting it down if necessary thanks David um, the latest estimates estimates that I've seen is somewhere between the eighth and ninth uh, you know and, and uh, the experts are still <laughs> working on that uh, at this point we, we, we don't have a plan to shoot the, the rocket down. we're hopeful that that it will land in uh, in a place where it won't uh, won't harm anyone uh hopefully in the ocean or, or someplace like that. I think this speaks to the fact that uh, for those of us who operate in the space domain, uh, there is a requirement, there should be a requirement to to operate in a safe uh, and, uh, and thoughtful mode and make sure that uh, we take those kinds of things into, uh, into consideration as we plan and conduct operations. Do you even have the capability to shoot it down? David, we, have, as you know, we have the capability to do a lot of things, uh, but we don't have a plan to, to shoot it down uh, as we speak.
1: I mean, it's like he doesn't even care. He doesn't take it seriously. They're not sending their best. I'm sorry. These are people who have an ideology that they're, it's a religion, and it's the wokeness is a religion. You know, we had Evan say it uh, a couple weeks ago. It's a religion for them, and that's what it is. That's, that's what they worship above everything. So you're absolutely right. And and it's, it's frightening. The only hope that is, is that people wake up, you know, about this because it's very dangerous, you know, and you're right that China, you know, it started under Khrushchev with the Russians and it's like 2.0 with the Chinese, but uh, Pompeo had taken out the Confucius centers and now they put them back in. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you do that?
5: You, you know? <laughs> yeah, of course they're going to, yeah. they're going to do that and, and understand the Obama administration was the test run what they did to Donald Trump spying on him member FISA and, and all that type of domestic spying on Americans. That was the test run. Nothing happened. And you and I have talked about this and debated it over the four years of the Trump administration. Nobody got prosecuted, you know, John, John Brennan and Comey and Clapper and all them walked away free. They should have been in jail for the rest of their lives. But that was the test run. Now they are going to use the intelligence system against the American people yeah. because yeah. <laughs> they don't want MAG out there. They don't want conservatives out there. They don't want religious, God-fearing people, whether you're Christian or or Jewish or whatever.
1: They don't they want non-status. Yeah. Yeah.
5: They want it gone. You were, we, we are. You know, do you realize they did the first time in 70 years, there was no national prayer breakfast. I know. At I nice.
1: know. Yeah. No, it is. It is. Absolutely and that was disgusting. deliberate. It is absolutely disgusting. So I want to, I want to change uh, direction here a little bit. We have a little bit of time left. So the border, the worst situation in, in, uh, ever, I think, you know, they're, they're actually getting, they're actually calling it he tried to avoid calling it a crisis. Then Pisaki kind of called it a crisis, and then he was actually having to back up and say, "Okay, well, it's a problem." But Cuellar, you know, the Democrats on the border are actually giving them a hard time. are from Donna, Texas, which is a border town, he so Biden is saying, "Oh, the numbers aren't bad; they're just exaggerating." His acolytes in the media, the you know, the uh, communists in the media are trying to back him up and everything. Uh, Quayar says all they're doing is moving kids from one tent to the other and saying, oh, no, they're not in Border Patrol custody, but they're right next door. They're just next door in the in the DHS. Isn't it interesting, Jim, how they're so quiet over the kids in cages? Remember how they were absolutely ruthless and relentless against Trump over the Obama kids in cages? And now you have them packed like times 10 in horrible conditions being raped along the way. And by the way, where is the helium tank, the bubblehead from the Bronx? Have you seen her? Because I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her, you know, at the border with her little stunts. She's not faking it anymore. And all those rapes are on the Democrats' hands.
5: Absolutely. And and they know, they know what's going on. And that's why they're not there. Where's Kamala Harris? She was supposed to be ah. down on the border. Where is yeah. she? She's no. talking about going to el salvador and honduras and guatemala sometime in june to meet with the leadership there well you give them a check the border first yeah. and foremost seeing what's going on the problem is they put her on the border then it opens it up to what's really going on and so that's why she's not there they're trying to brush it under the under the yeah. rug so to speak because they know what's going on the mainstream media is helping cover it up but as you said um, some of the democrats those are their districts in the yes in the, in the states on the borders and they're catching a lot of people from a lot of hell from their constituents in their in their districts and yeah. Trump won a lot of border towns the, the Biden regime saying you got to do something about it yeah. now we're not hearing about it but it's happening because they're fearful what's going to come hap- what's going to happen in November 22 they they they're, they're, they're going to lose their seats because the situation is so bad
1: Well, I certainly hope so. We have a little bit of time left. I want to just talk about the fact, you know, very quickly have some clapping for our brother DeSantis. (laughs) Yay, yay, I love that. I love that. So, what has DeSantis done? Very quickly, about a minute on DeSantis, and then I want to get into very quickly on AZ and uh, the jobs
5: report. Okay, of course, in the last two weeks or so or less, banned the vaccine passports, curbed local emergency powers, Ended local China uh, virus regulations. He did his election integrity bill this week. And he has come out today and said, if you're anti for BLM, please don't waste your time coming to Florida because there will be consequences. And he's basically saying, you come here and do anything, you're going to be locked up or worse. And he's not taking any prisoners, so yeah. to speak. He is serious about this and he is getting. So much attention from other states. I mean, yep. people, people are looking at DeSantis saying this is it, you know, and he's 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 serious about it. Um,
1: well, that's why I know, call it's, him, it's Ron him be over. the free
5: state of Florida because we're we're going to have all our rights restored. And yep. if and, you know, this is this is what DeSantis is, is doing and people are get, taking notice.
1: Yeah. Well, we're going to have to table the Arizona thing because um, that will be. That will be evergreen, anyways. But very quickly, and I like to call him Ron. Him over. That's right. Not in Florida, Satan. Stay out of Florida. Um, so the jobs report, okay? They're spinning this like a dreidel during Hanukkah, child. Please, okay? The jobs report is terrible. The Biden economy is terrible. Anything that's good is because Trump set it up, right? And the inflation is insane. But but hey, listen, people. Karen, no tweets from no mean tweets from the orange man, right? So uh, lumber's up 300%, steel is up, coffee's up, milk is up, paper products are up, eggs are up, chicken's up, everything's up, but no mean tweets, right? Get out of here. Everybody should go back and read my article on Biden's voter remorse on btaradio.com. Don't forget to check out all of the uh, podcasts on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast to make it easy for yourself. And again, check out all the articles and everything. Thank you so much, Jim. We have run out of time. And we will see you all next week on Brook Talks America.
0: You've been listening to Brooke Talks America with author, publisher, conservative advisor, and patriot. Brooke says. Connect by email. Info at brooktalksamerica.com. By Twitter. At Talks America. And listen next Saturday night for more Brooke Talks America on AM 860. The Answer.